He's cutting all of this. I'm gonna, he's, he's gonna hear this and be like, absolutely not. Maybe it can be the cold open. I wonder if our guest is still here. All right. Today's mantra. What am I, if not deserving of a little treat? And that's how my day went. Oh, what'd you get yourself? Or what'd you do for yourself? What did someone do for you? No, 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 no. Today was the day from hell at work. So I was like, I'm getting myself a pink drink. And I did. Oh. How are you? I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. This week for me has been, and also I feel like I should give a little bit of an update because the last episode that we released, um, we, I hadn't even started classes yet. So rip. we're going to talk about that anyway during the episode, but, uh, I'm in this, I'm in this, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Um, (laughs) unrelated. It's been an emotional week, just like class content and um other things just going on in life so uh okay. it's been i want to hear about a, them on this episode it's been, a, it's been a fun it's been a fun time um okay but yeah i'm coming in uh I'll, I'll be honest right now i'm coming in i had class from 145 to 415 and um i cried in that class and many oh, members God. in that class also and cried so who else cri- or what cried just I other mean- other other students also cried in that class so we can we can i'll talk about that as we get into it but that's Listen, I'm just all how for, i'm coming into the episode i'm <laughs> all for like you know being able to express your emotions but i hate that for you like i'd rather you not cry unless it was like you know happy tears but i'm guessing not no it was it was it was heavy but also like cathartic okay in a way We'll get into that. Still processing. We'll get into it. Still processing. But, yeah. I'm glad you were able to treat yourself. Why did you have the day from hell? Just like massive, not massive, but like marketing is responsible for the company's website and we are currently locked out of the website. Oh. Due to no fault of our own. Like cyber attack? No, no. Oh. Just like some issue with the host of the website. and Yeah. Yeah, just been on the phone. I had meetings all day, but I can't, I, I say this again, I'm not one for comparative suffering, but I cannot say that I am busy to your face because you sound like you have yes, you a can. rigorous fall. <laughs> I'm not even joking. We're in it. It's officially rigorous fall It's season. officially rigorous fall. And big update for my job. As you know, or as I think you know, in the marketing department, it is me and my manager. Yeah. Now. And I love my manager. Like, she's like, 
the best. Like, I love her and I love being her employee. Anyways, she just told me that we are going to be hiring another person in the department. And I'm handling it with grace, poise, and the jealousy of a firstborn. Because (laughs) I don't want to share my boss with someone else. (laughs) That's really funny. I you're so you're when you got promoted your title went from what to marketing specialist because you're a marketing specialist I was a marketing coordinator now I'm a marketing specialist which really do I consider myself a specialist absolutely not I consider you to the point that I even said like is that a fitting title and (laughs) I was told not to question promotions what would this what role a little bit more administrative and more of the analytics side of it which is something that I am not strong in and neither is my not that we're not strong in it but my manager is also like doesn't have that side of the marketing like she's more on the creative side and the strategic side same okay especially more on the creative side I want to learn more about the strategic side but with the strategic side you know, comes the analytical side, and neither of us claim that that's our strong suit. So we're bringing yeah. someone else in. Most you likely, both don't someone... do recreational math, is what right, you're right, right, right. Most <laughs> likely, someone who is newer to their career. So it's not going to be like above me. It's just going to be so weird because I have always been the only employee in in the marketing in, department. In your department, yeah. Since yeah. I've been here, so but it's going to be you, very will strange. You be supervising this person? No, no. no. I think so it'll be we're like the same level. Maybe same not same level, like pay grade or anything, but yeah, like I don't want to say. Underneath, well, I, both I don't underneath. know about pay grade. I don't know about pay grade, but I don't want to say sure. that I'm going to be above that person because I truly don't know, and I don't know if I will know, and I'm not going to ask that question. Like, so where where is this person in the hierarchy? Like, I don't, right. you know. Well, in terms of like organization, it sounds like both of you will be under your one hundred percent. Yes, but it sounds like this. Pr- I'm not, you know, I'm not even gonna say that. Due to I don't want, if this person ever due to experience, you have seniority just because you've been uh, there. Yeah, but honestly, I, I joke, I joke about the jealousy aspect. I think, you know, we're gonna be great friends. And I told my supervisor too. I was like, <laughs> no, I honestly do because we, I know, we have fun in marketing. With the, with the with the analogy of like, you're the older sibling, and <laughs> it's like we're gonna be great friends. Don't worry. Yeah, right. Well, no. <laughs> the younger well, sibling. Well, well, I prefer not to think of us as siblings because I said that when looking for someone, the qualifications are 24 to 26, gay, and handsome, and if they're not single, they don't get the job. And they have to see a picture of me first. You're going to ensure you meet someone at work. Yeah. And so here's the thing. You're not supposed to, you're not supposed to like have a relationship within the company, really. I think it's really frowned upon to be in the same department, but we're going to see how it goes. I love how I've already planned this. Planned this. this person, you know, could throw us off. This could be a girl. Yeah. And then I'm really we screwed. We don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think that's going to work. I am I am curious, though, is, is does your company actually have, like, a written policy about that? I don't know if it's written, but Our it's frowned upon. Sure. I, don't I know you I've can't work in the same for... branch. Okay. I don't think I've ever worked for a company that has actually had a written. I don't know if it's written. I don't policy. know if they can write it because where do you meet people as adults? Usually work. True. That's but true. It's like I don't think you can work in the same branch because there might be like a conflict of interest in dealing with people's money. I'm not 100 percent sure what the reasoning is, but I do know like I'm in the headquarters. So like, does that change it? Because like it's not just tellers. You know what I yeah. mean? So I don't know. We'll we'll yeah. find out. We'll find out. We will. 
Yes. Uh, let's let's move to a, just a quick Big Brother update. Very quick. Yes. Very quick. Who's gone? That we, was last great. time we checked no, in. Kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last time we checked in, Heisman just left, and that yes. was, feels like months ago. So. Yes. And then, do we have the chart? Can we bring up the chart? Yes. We do it's have a guest really... today, guys. Stay tuned for that. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> we didn't even say anything about that. Right. Right. Uh, um. But okay. So let's just blow through this real quick so really blurry here you lost no it's fine um you lost heisem and then you lost red like it was looking great for me i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. lie right Mm -hmm. um and then who did you lose after that or who did i lose after then you lost izzy oh yes izzy thank you i lost izzy Mm -hmm. um and then i lost cam you lost cam and then, and you then lost I Jared, lost Jared. So but tonight, they're back in the house. Yeah, they're both back in the house. One of them will come back tonight. Oh, that's tonight. Yes. I'm not oh. watching it live, just letting you know, because I have American Horror Story with Rachel. Shout out, Rachel, episode 14. I might watch it delayed, so. I'm going to watch it the hour after. But I'm hoping, well, A, I don't like Cameron. I don't like Jared either, but I prefer Jared to Cameron. They're both the worst. Nope. But I'm hoping Jared comes back simply because he's on my team. And if you've been listening, the whole reason we're doing this fantasy team is because each time one of us loses a person, we have to do, we have to answer to a truth or dare. And the game will end if one person, well, it'll end before the season ends if one person loses all their team members. So right now, how many people do I have left? I have one, two, three. You have blue. Corey, Felicia, Jag, yes. Blue, and Jared, technically. Corey, Felicia, Felicia and Jag. Jag. Wow, I only have four people if Jared doesn't come in tonight. And you have America, Bowie, Jane, who, like, isn't even in the house. She is, but, you know. Um, Serene. That's why I like her chances. Yeah, right? Because she's not doing anything. She's not going to win, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, well, Serene. You want to um, put money Matt, on that? Yeah, I'll put anything on this <laughs> Sari, Matt, and um, Nicole who is also um, struggling to get airtime on the show so and if you get Cameron back tonight it'll be six to four which is dare I say tragic with you having six members of your team left I'm having me I also having had four. more people to start you had forget. one more person yeah yeah so that's where we're at there all right that's where we're at and if you listen to this episode and you know big brother I want to hear who you think is going to win based on who we have left. That was disturbing. Justin <laughs> just made the worst face ever. He just like pulled down his eyes like off of his face. That was horrible. Like, you just grabbed uh, never skin seen and me pulled do that? them down. Please don't ever do that again. You've never seen me do that? Nope. And I don't Spooky want to. season. Yeah, you're telling me. Um, let's bring in our guest. <laughs> She but. doesn't do that. <laughs> she doesn't do that. <laughs> and that's that one of the reasons we love know. her. We don't know that. She Please could. Don't. <laughs> you just like pulled your skin off your face. That was disturbing. <laughs> Justin, you do the honors. Yes, she is a Point of Due return guest. Part yes. of the Point of Two club now. Yes. Um, actually, Point of point Three, because technically I would say point she's... Of two. Yeah, okay. If you want to do that, she's actually guested, or she's been featured, we'll say, on two episodes this year the big brother episode with sophia that sophia was a guest oh, on right. and then your birthday so i 60, forget that episode existed right right yeah. so 63 
I believe. Yep. Yeah, 63 and 76. Yeah. Yeah. And her, now 81. Uh, yes. Her, her regular episodes are are on fleek, if that's even something that yes, people still say. They are. Here she is, Lauren Wong. Welcome back. Hey, what's up? Yay. I just want to <laughs> say, Lauren, the your last episode, we're on 81 right now. You're episode that you were actually a guest on was 32 (laughs) that's That's wild like that is wild to me it doesn't feel like it was that long ago did we record that in 2021 2022 yeah that was our second year okay i'm positive grad school yeah yes oh no i guess you were in grad school fall of 21 though i was but I, then. I don't know. Here's the thing. That was Her grad school beginning. lasted two years. <laughs> that is how that no, works. I, yeah. Well, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, you were like, well, you were in grad school in 2021. Fall of 2021. Because we okay. could have recorded in fall of 2021. We could have. And this episode is a long time coming because the funny thing is, <laughs> this was the topic of episode 32. And then we started talking about your life living on a military, growing up on a military base, and that's all we talked about because we didn't have time. So it's it just makes perfect sense now that we talk about grad school, your experience in grad school, even better. I think this is more appropriate because you just graduated recently. Justin is now in grad school, and I still live in my parents' house. <laughs> I mean... Me too. Lauren, where are you? Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm, I said my parents have. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. So yeah, I mean, Never it's just the circle of where we're at. This is just what's happening. I, know. I mean, I'm going back to my parents' house this weekend. So, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, hot. I don't. We should try and. Uh, we should. I'll fit myself in. Copy? I don't. I kind of want to. Say <laughs> but I said I'll fit myself in after. Copy? You said okay. I'll take. I'll fit myself in. <laughs> I'll fit myself in. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> Justin, what do you brush your teeth with? Paste. A splash of urine. Just a why little did, splash it, of urine. Why is it always? What do you brush your teeth with? Is because it's you, disgusting. The opening lead up to that. Because it's disgusting. Lauren, do you know what we're talking about? This game that we're doing. No, she looks. <laughs> she looks. <laughs> the, the look of dumbfoundment on her face is like... Well, we play this game where when son, someone says something suspect, the other person can say copy right after. And then when you say paste, they have to say that thing. So, like, I have him on just a little splash of urine. I don't know what the original context was. Um, and now he has me on I'll Fit Myself In, which obviously can be used in... Both can be used in a questionable way. Um, but I want to... Just... What are we doing? What are we doing with this episode? Can I don't know, because we usually... Well, we usually introduce the guest and then ask them what the, what fruit they identify as. But, like, if they Let's were Let's ask fruit, if it's a difference. I don't is know. It, have it, has still? it changed? So I've thought about it. Oh. Um, but it has not changed, I don't okay. think. I'm sticking with watermelon, and I think it makes sense. Yeah. I love it. And thank you for reminding us that it was watermelon because my follow-up question is, what is it? <laughs> it's been like 50-something episodes since we spoke to you about this last year. <laughs> we, and we haven't spoken to you off-air at all in between. So, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just want to ask something. This was not something that I prepared to ask you. But speaking of this, you 
gave off very independent vibes having you know an apartment and going to grad school and now you're back at your parents house what is that like because a big conversation we've had on this show is us living you know away and then moving back with our parents and I'm curious to get your take on it because you know we're both well I guess Justin's now living back at school but not on campus but you know I'm living it I'm curious to get your take yeah so let's see when I ultimately decided that I needed to move home because I was still in the job search. I was pretty freaked out just because you, I spent two years living on my own, like doing everything like was in my own space, my own schedule. And it was just very, yeah, independent. I was in charge of everything for myself. And then moving back into this lifestyle of not only a different city and, Um, just like different like activities and ways to fill my time but also like living with my parents again living with my brother and like being part of this like family dynamic again as like a full adult is definitely very interesting and I do agree that it kind of as you both have probably experienced when you graduated college is it's just so like weird to kind of like get back into that rhythm and like figure out how you go about things and kind of like what your day-to-day looks like. So it definitely has been very interesting. And especially with filling a whole, (laughs) the other thing is like, I filled a whole apartment of things that were just my own. Mm. So moving that back home to a room that is already full because I am a maximalist and I am a consumer (laughs) and I love, (laughs) and so trying to fit everything has been insane. Currently, I'm living out of the bags that I still have filled with my clothes and the things that are in my closet that I've gradually moved. I went, this is actually so funny. I'm going to expose myself, but like I posted books that I've read in the past a couple of months that I haven't posted on my Instagram because I usually like to update people because some people really like book recs. And I divided my books into read and haven't read yet. And I was sifting through these boxes yesterday trying to find one of the books that I read two months ago so I could tell people about it so like living within two different spaces right now and like having random things in the garage random things in my room and not knowing where anything is I can't find this one pink purse that I desperately wanted to find don't know where it is has been so interesting because it's also like I've moved home as a way to transition into what my next step will be so it's also living in this period of do I fully unpack or do I keep things packed up because I might be Mm. moving Mm. in the next like I mean honestly a lot of the like I could move in the next two weeks I could move like but I could move in like eight months or I could not move for the indefinite future and so that's been really interesting too just like also living in limbo and like not having a space but having a space but learning to reintegrate myself into this current space that I haven't been in since I was 17 years old. So yeah. Wow. Long story short, it's been crazy, but it's fun to hang out with my family again, especially because I was living so far away. Let me ask you, I know that your family is doing some additions to your home. Is all of your stuff the reason why they're adding on to their home to make sure there's a place for it? Like, (laughs) No, 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 don't worry. That would no, be no, no. a great thing. So, my, <laughs> no, we're currently adding on um, 
a a uh, standalone garage because one thing stuff. that runs in the family is being maximalist and my dad <laughs> is a huge car guy and so we needed more room and so that's kind of like what the side project is right now but I've tried to convince them that if I'm living here for the indefinite future that we should just turn it into a loft don't forget about the car garage make it my own home because then I could actually fully unpack everything and and make a little mini studio apartment in my backyard <laughs> but I, love I wish that was the reason that'd be so epic of me that would to make my on for me that'd be so I'm moving funny. back with the condition that you build an apartment for me you build me an apartment in our backyard please and thank you yeah, I wish. I I do wish, actually. <laughs> it's giving Miley Stewart renovating the horse barn yeah. in season four. <laughs> Truly, which honestly, right? as a Hannah Montana stan, I yeah. wish that was my Because right, like, everyone remembers that barn was literally the coolest thing ever. It was. I dreamed of having a place like that. So. Yeah, no, that bedroom was iconic. I wish. I do want to ask, what is the job search going like? Or how is the job search going? Or you might be done with it. I don't know. But I, because, you know, I, when I graduated, it was a really weird time. I'm assuming that the effects of the pandemic are still lingering in terms of job search. That sounded like Trump. I was like, in term, with regard to job search, like, that sounded like the, <laughs> sounded like the, um, what's his name? James, James search. Austin. James Austin Johnson. Yeah, the the guy on SNL that does the Trump impression. That's what yeah. it sounded like. Anyways, but I also didn't do it with a graduate degree. I did it with an undergrad degree. So what has that been like? Yeah. Um. So the funny thing is, is that I feel like for the past two years, anytime I told people that I was getting a master in public health, they were like, that's great. You're going to be able to get a job so easy. And I'm like, awesome. I love that. And I found that that is definitely... Not necessarily the case right now, which I think that it is kind of hard. Um, I know that like in terms of a lot of places right now, hiring and things like that, a lot of people have been on hiring freezes. Mm -hmm. Another thing is that like during the summer seems to like not be the time to be onboarded for a job just because a lot of people are on like vacation and there's just like not that like set time where people are like kind of ready to like reintegrate new people into the, a company or an organization. Um. So apparently there's supposed to be some sort of September surge, but I guess as the end of September is coming, I haven't really, what is the word? I haven't really seen um, it. Yeah, that works, Fe you know? Surge, yeah. yeah, it's been very interesting. Um, and I know that everyone keeps telling me that like the first job is the hardest one to get just because you don't really have any background on anything. You have whatever your degree gave you. Mm -hmm. which is something that is like very applicable and has really helped me when I've been interviewing and applying and writing cover letters and submitting my resume and things like that. But it definitely is interesting. Um, and it's not as smooth of a process as I would like, but you know, my dad keeps telling me, you just have to have, you just need one. You, just you need literally one do. And then it's it. And then like, and then once you have that, it makes it so much easier. Like you don't have to stay in something forever. You can move around. And so it's like, you just have to get this first one, write it out. And then, you know, the world is your oyster. So I'm kind of going with that, but yeah, I'm still in 
the job application process. I've done a few interviews and kind of still waiting to hear back on some things too, but I've probably submitted more applications than I can remember Mm. to more locations that I could count. And so it's definitely been a process where I've learned to just be a little bit more patient, just like understanding that like it will happen, but it definitely has been longer than I expected. (laughs) It's a very good point that you only need one just because I don't think I'd ever heard that, but it is true when applying to jobs. But when you're applying to like college or applying to grad school, you want to get as many acceptances as possible. So when you have a choice, but it's really when you're applying to a job, that's true. You really only need the one. And can I say, let me just echo that by saying Mr. Wong is really spitting facts here because I'm not even joking. (laughs) Doctor. It's Dr. Wong. Dr. Wong. See, and that's even more so. (laughs) That means he took his own advice. (laughs) <laughs> that really is the thing. You just need one. And I was I remember like my version of hell is applying for jobs while not having one. Like that is literally and it's probably the worst it'll ever be in terms of like job search because just like you said, like once you have one, you're still probably unless there are layoffs, like you you probably have that job while you're searching. That was horrible. I hated it. So I empathize with you, but Yes, it really does only take one and it could come from the weirdest place like as you as you might know like my table when I was I was going on job interviews I had like born this way foundation on my resume and somehow the way I got my my full-time job was my part-time job waiting tables somebody at the table was like oh you're in marketing which I don't even remember this conversation and now I work there two years later so it really does just and I never thought of applying to a bank for a marketing position so it really does just take one and I feel like it's like dating, honestly. <laughs> Which like I'm just like I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not even the right analogy. I have a question for Justin. Justin, what you know? You are new. This is kind of like the flip of, Lauren, you've been in school for so long. What's, you know, being home like? You took a year off just, or two years off, right? Um, two, From yeah. your education and are now just starting grad school. What has that been like? Is it weird, just in terms of being back at school, is it weird? Do you think it's, it's made it harder or do you feel refreshed? Like, what has that experience been like for people that are thinking of taping, taking some years off before they go back? Yeah. Well, I think the first thing I want to say is that I don't regret taking the two years because I think I learned a lot about myself and what I want to do with my professional life and what degree I want to pursue within those two years. So I definitely don't have regrets about that. In terms of adjusting back to being a student, people kept saying to me, oh, I couldn't, I would never be able to do it or go back or take a year off and come back. It's just once I'm out, I couldn't get back into a student student mind. I heard those people, but was like, oh, that's not going to be me. I'll I'll be fine. Like, I, I love school and I do. I signed up for five more years of it. But I now... I heard those people before. Now I really feel what they're saying because a lot of the boundaries that I set for myself and self-care things that I did for my working life where say, you know, I didn't really work a nine to five, but for the sake of the conversation, I'll say that I did at five o'clock 
I shut it down, right? I didn't check emails. I didn't, you know, continue to work on a task. I tried, you know, I brought things to, to a good stopping point and then would stop and then would, would turn it off. But you can't do that when you're a student, you know, like you, you have deadlines. Well, you have debt. Like I always had deadlines when I was working and stuff, but right, it's, right. it's like homework. You don't get homework when you're working. And right? that's the best so part of it. It's the best part of it. Like adjusting to having homework. Like I go to class, especially on Tuesdays, right? On Tuesdays right now, I have an 8 a.m. class. I have a class from 930 to 12, a big break in the middle, and then class from 430 to 7. And then I get home and then I do homework after 7. Or I can do homework in the middle, but I'm terrible at time management during the day. So that's been something that I've had to adjust to. And honestly, my sleep schedule is so screwed up too right now because I was so used to just, okay, I'm going to watch this TV show or watch this something, this thing that I DVR'd or, um, you know, whatever. I'm going to work out this time and that time. But right now, I'm academics is the only priority that I have. And I, I'm not saying that's a good thing. I need it to be academics and my job and my self-care. But I'm just staying afloat right now. And I need to swim, not just be treading water. So um, that's something that's been an adjustment. The second thing is when you get a taste of being paid for work, mm. it never leaves. Mm. So. I say all that stuff about homework and about studying and about sitting in a two and a half hour long class and knowing that I'm spending thousands of dollars to do that versus getting paid. Definitely not thousands, but I don't know, like X amount to, to, to put in that work is sometimes when I think about it, uh, soul sucking i don't know it just it just it takes it takes the energy out of you because it's like you're paying thousands of dollars to do this and you're stressing yourself out versus you're being compensated by pay to do that so i think that's the other thing that's been a little bit of a struggle uh adjusting to do i again no regrets working uh for two years no regrets coming back to this program but i think those are the two adjustments that i'm definitely still working on Cool. And follow-up question. What has yeah. surprised you the most about grad school? Hmm. Surprised me. I think something that's unique to my program, Lauren, maybe you can speak to this because we were in different programs, uh, different types of programs, but all of my classes are with the same people. So I there's 17 of us in uh, my cohort of the doctorate program and all of our classes are the same. And so we've been able to form a really close connection, which was an anxiety of mine, I'll say, or or I wouldn't, maybe not quite an anxiety, but a worry of mine going into the program was, are we gonna have a good cohort dynamic? Are we gonna get along? Are we gonna be friends? And it seems like we, we do have that right now, which is really nice. So I guess that's something that wasn't necessarily surprising, but it's nice that we have i honestly i didn't know that that was my first reaction is i didn't know that that was a thing where you have all the same classes i don't know lauren was that similar situation um i would say that i definitely had a bigger cohort than justin did so we had a little bit more movement between people that were in your classes but there was like a i mean the people that you kind of went into the program with were the same type of people that you kind of went through the program with in terms of 
core classes and things like that. And also once we started getting into our second year was really when you spent time with people in your actual cohort of what concentration you were in within the program. So it was kind of a little bit of both. You didn't, you got to see other people, but then you also had your main group of um, people in your concentration that you were like almost guaranteed to see at least once or twice per semester in your classes. How big was your cohort? Like 30? Bigger? Yeah, it was like, I would say um, EpiBio was probably around 20, 25, 30. Um, It definitely was, I'm trying to remember when we started out, EpiBio was always, it's like notoriously known as the biggest concentration. Everyone thinks they want to be EpiBio until you have to do (laughs) EpiBio. But yeah, I would say that like it was it was anywhere from like 2025, 20, maybe. Yeah. Gotcha. And then my second reaction to what Justin said is Justin, do not make friends. Absolutely unheard of. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've never seen you not be able to make friends with someone. So like, it I was, was not a, I, worried I mean, about we, that. I think I said it on the show. It was a worry that I had. I though. know. And I laughed internally, piece. not at you. <laughs> you didn't. But just, no, you didn't. I think you said you made the same comment. You said, Justin, do not like worried about social life. Yeah, I just I don't <laughs> see. And I know you mentioned like you had a hard time freshman year a little bit. I know you had other things going on, but like that. I didn't know you then. So like I different think time lying. and different. I'm Justin. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You, no, you <laughs> it was a different time and it was a different me. Of course. I mean, it's been how many years since then? Like six? Because seven for me. Yeah. Six. God awful. Is it seven for you? I I don't know. Lauren, you were the EpiBio person. What's 2023 minus 2017? Well, it was set. Well, hold on, hold on. Can we just can we just math for a second? If it was six years ago for you, it was six years ago for me. I just mean my freshman year was seven years ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just added an extra year of experience. We're such idiots! Oh my god! No, I- <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'll use I statements. I am an idiot. I want to ask both of you this. Are you pooping? What's happening? (laughs) I want to ask both of you this, and I'm going to start with Lauren, because I just asked Justin (laughs) two questions. What is the biggest difference between undergrad and grad school? And if you want, you can answer what um, the biggest similarity is, too, because it's in the same vein. But I'm going to ask you both, but I'll ask Lauren first. Um, so one thing that I personally, well, I would say as someone who is going straight from undergrad to grad school, I was personally really worried that grad school was going to feel very detached in terms of being able to meet people and being able to get like, hang out and like have community within the people that you are going to school with. Because I felt like that was such an integral part of my undergrad experience. And I was hoping to still feel that way and not just feel like I was going to class, coming home and studying. And that was my life. Um, And also as someone who was really heavily involved in a lot of different clubs and um, organizations in undergrad within my university, I was also 
really hoping that I would have the same thing in grad school, even though it is kind of like different. But one thing that I would say, similarity, there's still those opportunities, which I really liked. I was able to be a part of our diversity, equity, and anti-racism council. I was able like... to, I know, so fun. It was really cool. I was also able to have a work study position where I really got to know the people in the student services office. And I was able to do research with professors. So there, there was that same component of being able to feel very integrated into the school and the community and getting to know both faculty and staff and students. I would say the biggest difference is one thing that I really appreciated was, especially in a master's program, I think sometimes like doctorate programs can be a little different, but especially within a master's program, all of my professors were so understanding of the fact that we all were full adults who had lives and probably had either part-time or full-time work on the side or maybe had other obligations um, in our personal life that would impact um, kind of like part of our um, education and like school. And so one thing that I really appreciated was that there was a lot more flexibility in terms of talking to your professors and asking for extensions or asking for advice or any help on or suggestions on work or projects and things like that. And it just, it definitely felt more like a mentorship. And you definitely, I personally felt like I had a lot more of a personal experience with all of my professors, which I definitely lacked in my undergrad just because it was a big school. There's a lot, there's 200 people in your class and there's not that same chance to be able to be in a class of only 20 other people and getting to kind of like get to know your professor and ask these questions. So that's something that I really liked was that there was a lot more understanding, empathy, and just that ability to have a connection with your professor that you didn't really get in undergrad, which I think helped my experience and my education so much. Interesting. Justin, I have the same question for you. And I'm wondering for our undergrad experiences, Loyola is considered like a smaller class size. Was yours, Lauren, considered smaller or larger? Um, I went to a relatively large school because okay. that was one thing is I did go to like a state school. And so we had, I mean, I don't even know how many people I graduated with within my college um, of arts and sciences. But in a lot of my classes for the first three years had anywhere from 100 to 150, 200 people in the classes. And then the smallest classes that I had when it kind of got a little bit more focused into my major were like maybe 30, 35, but that was like the amount of classes that I had like that, I could count on one or two hands. It was definitely not very many and they were very slim. Okay. Um, Justin. Yeah. So I think one of the the biggest difference is just specialization, right? For grad school, for undergrad, yes, you're specializing, you have a major, but you still, at least in my experience, took core classes or gen ed classes and could take, had electives, you could take other things. Even within your major, they were just kind of like more classes that would throw you into like a, a, a great breadth of knowledge in that one class versus like dive into the the depths of, of different things. So um, one of the biggest changes, I think, is just how deep um, into material you get. Um, and I think that relates to the closeness of my cohort, too, because one of the classes, I mean, 
I mentioned earlier that I cried in class today. Um, I'm taking a diversity seminar. And so we're talking about different aspects of identity. And part of that class is a reflection piece. So uh, the homework is, we they're called uh, identity sketches. So this week or today's class, it was race. And so we answered a bunch of questions reflecting on race and different experiences with privilege and um, oppression and all of that. And so by its very nature, class was just very heavy today, but I trusted everyone in my cohort and it, it was fine. And we were all uh, really, we all handled it really well and conducted ourselves in, in, with a, uh, in a very caring manner. But I don't think, actually, I took the same, uh, not the same class, but the, the analogous class undergrad with the same professor and we didn't get to that level. Like nobody got upset when we got to the race topic and you know that could be a bunch of contributing factors to it maybe my class of uh 17 grad students did more in-depth reflection upon their on like on their experiences and were maybe were a more diverse group of people than when I took an undergrad but that was something that I just noticed is is the depth of which we're going into detail and and with that you have to remember what you're taught not that you don't have to remember what you're taught undergrad but like you have to really remember what you're taught at this level of of school because that diversity class for example I'm taking that course so that if I encounter someone in therapy in practice when I'm a professional that has a different identity than myself that I'm still competent and can be a professional and helpful and effective uh counselor psychologist and uh helper to that person so you know not only am i engaging and getting myself involved in the classes and really you know diving into the depths of of what we're being taught but you have to remember it and you have to retain it so i think that's that's a big difference uh for sure you ask similarity too if you want i i said just because it's in the same vein it doesn't have to be yeah in terms of similarity i think school is school at least for me and so I think just getting into the habit again of you know sitting in a classroom and and having lecture style stuff I mean I think these going back to more differences I think my classes uh in this program are definitely more conversational versus like lecture heavy Mm. which is nice but I don't know I don't I guess I'm too early into it to be able to pick up similarities maybe not but I'm struggling to think of more similarities. I mean, school is school. So homework and all that stuff. But And you have a shorter experience to go off. Right. Because you've been in a couple weeks, which leads me to my next question. Um, I have two more questions. One is just for Lauren, and then one is a quick one for both of you. Lauren, what's one piece of advice as somebody who has um, completed or earned their master's? What's one piece of advice you have for Justin, who's just starting his um, graduate degree? I would say the biggest thing is with grad school, it really is what you make of it. If you choose to become involved and you choose to make these intentional connections and friendships and relationships with the people in your cohort and in your classes and also with your professors, it really makes for a lot of experiences, like additional things to come up and opportunities for you to further explore, whether that be in a more professional 
path or just like another person to like get advice from in your career or different opportunities and things. And I think that's one thing that I was kind of caught off guard by is the fact that like all when you're in grad school, your professors are rooting for you more than you like could have ever imagined, especially when you compare it to undergrad. And that was like the coolest thing was to feel like if I ever needed anything, like all of my professors were always like, yeah, it, like I have reached out to them for references, for connections, for jobs. I have like used them and their resources in so many different ways because they're so willing to um, kind of like have this mutual um, relationship with you to be able to like both help each other in terms of both of your like professional careers and educational goals and things like that. So it really is what you make of it and being able to kind of like have those connections, make those relationships and get to know people, honestly, in every single part. One of my favorite parts was working within the Office of Student Services. I like am very close with our registrar and our associate deans and admissions and everything like that. And that has been so cool to be able to see. And like, it was so fun at graduation because they were all running it and they were like, like waving at me when I was walking across the stage and things like that. And like, it's just so cool to see how these people really want to become integrated into your life. And so it really is such a cool way to connect with them. Thank you. That's great advice. I I will say that it has been nice. And I think I've said this previously um, in an episode, but it has been nice going back to my alma mater because I'm comfortable already get it like like getting involved because I think it is very easy right to to in grad school to just I don't just go to class and go home right so so there are definitely opportunities maybe more limited than undergrad at least maybe in my experience for right now but because I'm I know Loyola and I know the Loyola community it's been I have a more um I have a green light to to be able to do that. I think I'm doing it to some degree. I think I'm going to get more involved. Degree. Um, <laughs> but I think that's, no, that's helpful. I was going to ask, Lauren, I don't know if your program was like this, but it's funny you say that professors you felt professors really care about you in in your program because in my program at least at the doctorate level there's a master's program too I don't know if they do the same but at the doctorate level at the end of each semester all of the professors who taught so say like in December at all the professors who taught this first the first year cohort classes get together with the rest of the department and they discuss each person individually and how they're doing in the class academically how they're doing like professionally like maybe your advisor will give and they like all together are like okay where do they where are their growing edges what are their strengths what are they doing well and then they give us that feedback apparently i haven't gone through it yet this is what i've been told so that's uh, cool it's cool intimidating but also like yeah yeah to have everybody in your corner i guess the way you positioned that, I thought you were yeah. going to be like, the people at Loyola, they suck. <laughs> like, I was kind no, of surprised. No, 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 no. It was like, they don't care at all. No. That's, that's <laughs> really I cool. Because I that's, said, oh, that's no, that tough thing. 
Well, you just said that's interesting because. Oh, so I uh-huh. thought you were going to say the opposite. <laughs> yeah, they definitely, they didn't, there definitely wasn't something like that um, in our program, but I did feel like um, professors did really like know each other and like probably talked about it because I think that like there were some people where it's like, oh yeah, like I know Lauren or like um, things like that, but that's kind of cool. And I think that's awesome because then you get kind of some, you don't figure that out, like obviously like halfway through the program and they're like, well, if you didn't know, <laughs> you're not yeah. doing too great here. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of nice to give you like a little bit, like a step-by-step. So it's like, oh, maybe you didn't do so on this, but like it, that's, that's going to be okay because you know, we're building off of this. And so that's just like a learning yeah people who know can know the the structure of the program can Mm -hmm. feedback has been can can give you feedback Um, but feedback has been the word that they keep repeating over and over is you're going to get feedback you're going to get feedback 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 that's that was something one of my classes um was honestly kind of like it took a spin on like kind of talking about like what like what it's going to look like in like your professional career and that was something where it's like they're like you have to be okay with getting feedback and like feedback doesn't have to be something scary and like if you make it something that um is talked about often it makes it less scary and it yeah. takes the like bite out of it so i think that it that it's good that they're doing this because yeah. then it'll kind of like train you all to be a little bit more like cognizant of it and then you don't think of it as inherently bad which is good yeah i agree my last question is a rapid fire one i want to know go rapid fire um i guess we can switch it up and have justin go first um go to late night grad program snack like doesn't have to be late night but what is your like go-to to get you through the day or get you through the night really signature snack <laughs> oh i don't know i've gotten dominoes recently and Ooh, i never ever got dominoes ever that's a, like, that's a good like night. it was a sin at home that's to funny. have dominoes I Tom think that I, was my mom's, like, yeah. law. <laughs> Tom and I of episode 49 used to get Domino's. Yeah. I get Domino's, but it's Domino's with the garlic parmesan sauce. Oh, yeah. Everybody loves that. <laughs> I get the, uh, I I would get the, with my chicken parm sub, I would get the lava cakes with the frosting in the cups. That's good. What is, what is yours? Thank you. I'm curious. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> that sounded so it sounded genuine. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> that's good. That's good. And Lauren. Uh- <laughs> I would say my favorite things. First of all, the I basically just lived off of things at Trader Joe's all grad school. Mm, uh, one of my favorite things, same. though, are the Scandinavian swimmers, the sour ones. I would buy those? bags of those and I would eat. They're just like, here, look. I have, oh, the, have I have the spooky ones next oh, to me. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> They're literally right there. But literally, Sour these are gummy the best candies. things. Like, oh. I just eat them like candy. Those are really good. And um, this gets a little expensive, but um, true fruit chocolate-covered raspberries. You find them in the freezer yes. section. Yes. Tar- you introduced so, those to me. Yes. I would only eat them when I was at your place because it was coming out of your wallet. But... <laughs> <laughs> Those are so good. And I hope I don't find them here because I will go broke. Yeah, they're so good. And like, honestly, those are like easy because it gives you something that like is frozen. It's chocolate, but I don't, but I feel like it's like, okay, it has fruit in it. So like, and I love fruit, so I can just keep eating fruit. 
But yeah, so those literally the best. Are you sure you don't want to change your fruit to a chocolate covered raspberry? <laughs> is that I'm a fruit like... wearing like wearing makeup? Like what is that? <laughs> it's chocolate. We never. It technically qualifies the que- like I in mean, the question. Sure. So um, we've never okay, gotten we that. Do, we could do part two. We could. We could. What would you be wearing? Version of Lauren. Well, what would you I, be wearing? I would say. Grad school Lauren, chocolate covered raspberry. Post grad Lauren, we'll figure that out, I guess. Okay. Um, maybe actually, maybe that is post grad Lauren because she'll have the money to buy them. I love so. that the chocolate covered raspberry. I love that. <laughs> I Who just knows? want. I just want to thank you both. I know Justin, you're a host of this show, but you know we kind of Sometimes. prepared this. I feel no, like I've done a few, or no, you've done one without me. But. I've done one without you, but it was your birthday <laughs> one, so you were yeah. still on it. You were still featured. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I just wanted to thank you guys because my idea for this episode was to help people. Like that, my goal for this episode, and hopefully this accomplished that, was to help people who are considering grad school. Um, um, and I think just talking to someone on one end of the journey at the end of the journey who finished it and one at the beginning was really really cool yeah Um, and i think too because lauren went straight from undergrad to a master's program and i took two years and she got a master's i'm in a doctorate like wow look at our perspectives we're yeah it's great we know so much no just kidding and then there's me (laughs) you are a specialist career well, yeah. see, I don't think I couldn't go back to grad school because I loved school. I, I tried really hard at school, but I feel like I wore myself out. So I give I give you guys incredible props. And with that, my name is Nick Gervasi. And I'm Justin Du. Oh, and you can reach us at our email, pointofdupodcast at gmail.com. You can see why I'm the one that's not going to have a master's. And our socials, <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, Threads, and TikTok at pointofdupodcast and X, Twitter, at point of do if you enjoy our show make sure to follow the podcast and give us a rating or review wherever you get your podcasts or share us with a friend or family member we'd really appreciate it and are truly grateful for your support as always we hope you have a great two weeks thank you for listening and until next time h Yeah.